Good morning, and welcome to Naples United Church of Christ here in Naples, Florida. My name is Dawson Taylor, and I have the privilege of serving as senior minister. And no matter if you're joining us via live stream, Facebook Live, or if you've downloaded our podcast, we are grateful to have you worshiping with us today. Before we begin worship this morning, I want to let you know about a few events happening in the life of this great church. Tomorrow evening from 7 until 8.30, we will be hosting the last and evening with your pastors of the year. This event is a wonderful opportunity for intended for those who wish to know more about the church or who are interested in joining the church. So we'd like to extend an invitation for those who are interested to let Wendy, our executive assistant, know by emailing her at wendy at naplesucc.org. Or, of course, you can call the church office and we will get the Zoom link directly to you. This Wednesday at noon, we will offer the last Advent midweek meditation service of the season. Reverend Dr. Sharon Harris-Ewing and Dr. Becky Weiss-Rumpf will be joined by Glenn Basham and Adam Satinsky of the Naples Philharmonic. I hope this offering of scripture, reflection, and music is a gift that you will give yourself this holiday season. The virtual gift market and angel tree is well underway for the year. And I want to thank those of you who have already participated and chosen to support one of our mission partners, such as Lucy Lights, Baby Basics, or People for Guatemala. Remember that once you purchase something, you will receive an email with an attractive card to download and send to the person on your holiday gift list, telling them about the perfect gift that you have purchased for them. This is the last week that the alternative gift market will be live on our website, So please make sure that you make your purchases by next Sunday. Again, as always, if you have questions or need help, please don't hesitate to call the church office. I hope you will make plans now to join us for a new Advent tradition that we are beginning this year, next Sunday, December 20th, for the Christmas tree blessing. You can join other families and members of the congregation on Zoom from 4.30 to 5.30, to bless your Christmas tree through the sharing of prayers and singing. And of course, we hope you will choose a favorite ornament from your tree. Be prepared to share a story about where that ornament came from and why it's so special to you if you feel comfortable. To register, go to the link in your Saturday e-blast or again, call the church office. And I would like to take a moment of personal privilege this morning as we begin to wish my mother, who I believe is watching, a very happy 70th birthday today in Texas. Mom, I wish we could be together to celebrate, but please know that I love you and wish you a very happy birthday. As a growing congregation, let us center our hearts and minds as we prepare for worship this morning. Would you join me? in a time of prayer. Let us pray. Creator of life and love and all that is beautiful, gracious God who gives to each of us gifts for us to share with one another, on this Advent Sunday when we have lit the candle of joy, We give thanks for the gift of music 
and the joy that it brings to the world. We thank you for those who compose music and write lyrics, for those who sing and play instruments, for those who direct it all, and this year especially those who record it, so that we can see and hear even when we cannot be together in person. We thank you for the ways we feel your presence through music, whether through familiar carols that ground us in the faith that has brought us this far, or new carols and arrangements that inspire us to hold fast to our faith into the future. God, whose love has brought us together, we pray for one another in this community of faith and beyond, for those who are ill or injured, receiving treatment or recovering from surgery, and for their caregivers, for those who are dying and those who are grieving, for those who are hurting or struggling in so many different ways. Merciful God, bestow your healing power, your comforting presence, and your guiding wisdom upon all of us, each according to our need. Make us instruments of your love, sharing the gifts you have given to us and spreading the joy which is ours in Christ Jesus, who taught us to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Will you join your hearts with mine in prayer? Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we continue to give you thanks for the gift of this day and for the gift of music. And in this time of worship, O oh God, we ask that you would speak either through me or in spite of me, but that above all else we would hear with clarity what it is that you say to us this day. We trust and ask this in your many names. Amen. I read recently about a woman whose story touched my heart. She had waited until the last minute to send Christmas cards. She rushed into a store and bought a package of 50 without really looking at them. Still in a hurry, she addressed 59 of the 50 cards, signed them again without reading the message. On Christmas Day, when things had quieted down, though, she chanced to run, over, run past the one leftover card 
and finally read the message that she had sent 49 of her closest friends. Much to her dismay, it read like this. This card is just a little, is just a way to say a little gift is on the way. Suddenly, she realized that 49 of her friends were expecting from her a gift that would never arrive. God had promised Israel a Messiah. God was faithful to God's promise. Unlike that woman's 49 friends, the people of Israel were not left waiting for a gift that never arrived. Unfortunately, though, when God's gift did arrive in the form of a baby, it was not at all what the people were expecting. Who ever heard of such nonsense as a Messiah, the promised one, the Savior, coming to a stable and a manger and shepherds? You and I are thrilled to hear the story told each year, but to the people of Jesus' time, it was not the kind of advent they were expecting for their Messiah. I suppose that's really part of the magic of it all. God could have had God's child born in Caesar's palace, surrounded by pomp and splendor. But what a tiresome story it would have been. Yet, after 2,000 years of telling, we never tire of hearing about the shepherds and the wise ones and the star that shone over the stable. I love the story of Dr. Clement Moore. Dr. Moore was a member of a very somber profession. He was a professor of theology. In his writings, he was especially fascinated with the incarnation, the coming of God, and sought to explain the deeper meanings of the Christmas event. Few of his deep theological treatises on Christmas had actually survived. But there is one deep and rich thought that has. One day he saw an old Dutch gentleman with red cheeks and white hair smoking an old clay pipe. And all of a sudden, he was inspired to write a bit of verse for his children. So this somber theological professor went home and wrote these words. "'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. It is for that bit of Christmas whimsy that the learned Dr. Moore is remembered and celebrated. And speaking of being celebrated, the next piece that you will hear is one of my favorites. 
Angel's Carol is a popular sacred choral piece written by John Rutter for the Christmas season. He wrote the music and the text beginning with, have you heard the sound of the angel voices? Three of the stanzas begin with the refrain, Gloria in excelsis Deo. It has been part of recordings of Christmas collections and Christmas music, including a rather famous one in which the conductor was the composer himself. One of the verses says this, He will bring new light to a world in darkness, like a bright star shining in the skies above. He will bring new hope to the waiting nations when he comes to reign in purity and love. In 1980, the day before Christmas, Richard Ballinger's mother in Anderson, South Carolina, was wrapping packages and asked her young son to shine her shoes. Soon, with the proud smile that only a seven-year-old can muster, he presented the shoes for inspection. His mother was so pleased that she gave him a quarter for his work. The next morning, on Christmas morning, as she put on her shoes to go to church, she noticed a lump in one shoe. She took it off and found a quarter wrapped in paper. Written on the paper in child's scrawl were the words, I done it for love. Today, as you hear this beautiful music, and as you think about the gift that is soon to arrive in the vulnerable gift of Jesus, perhaps you will also hear God lean close to you. And perhaps you will hear the voice of angels whisper, I done it for love.